Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode something something of B Tech Philosophers. I want to say it's like 49. It might even be 50, but here we are. If it's a 50th, that feels like an honorable. That is that is amazing. Like right. your big episode you got. And uh, we got Athena Elliot and we got finally been kicked off. Elliot, yeah, Elliot uh, has been shadow banned from, from the <laughs> podcast. It was it was hard. No, no, Elliot is um he's in therapy uh right now that's it's... not funny that's good <laughs> we want elliot to have therapy we want all men but e- e- every week elliot talks about mma and about how he goes to fighting in jiu-jitsu we're saying that i think he actually goes to therapy yeah and i don't instead think of that i think in his mind it's not a lie because he is wrestling yeah you know? he's wrestling <laughs> his demons and i think now he's just on a big therapy retreat mm. um no he's, he's skiing in front he's doing ski comedy because you know, rich people don't have enough. They need laughter too. But um, you're hearing the voice of Bella Hole, who has stepped in as, as, as co-host. I'm so happy to be co-host, guest host. Guest host, guest host. Round of applause for Bella Hole, everybody. Thanks, guys. And you're also hearing the voice of our special, special guest this week, Athena Copeland. Special, special. Comedian. Special, special K. Special, special K. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the episode. Uh, uh, comedian, I like... I feel like you, comedian's not enough. You have to say like three things. What would you say your three um, things? I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm a screenwriter mm-hmm. and voiceover artist. Voiceover uh, artist. Kofina uh, Koblenz. Round of applause. To be round of applause. Enough. Do that. Do the sound. Is the sound fine? Okay. Uh, it's just me. This this porter cam is getting in my head. Um, I don't know what my three things are. I say comedian, activist, uh, <laughs> professional glassware, professional uh, uh, glasses. Professional spectician. Like, what's your act, what's your what do you like to activate? Um, what do I do, um causes? Mm. All, all all the causes. Mm. You're doing a lot for the cardigan wearing community right now. Yeah, do you, you feel like with the cardigan and the glasses it's too much? I no. look like it's a, very Donald Glover. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. But like not like it's not, very. Is like, it Donald Glover like now or <laughs> Donald Glover like 2015? I'm just you know I love anime. <laughs> 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 I'm taking the glasses off. Man. No, I, this I can is, see. This is I a good see. thing. Like, right, we love you. Just to let, just can we just just state for the record? Like, we love this. Yeah. Like, this is just, this propaganda against black men being geeky, not being a black thing. It's the blackest thing you could do is be geeky. Yeah. Malcolm X was a geek. Yeah. You know I mean? He read Mar- books. Martin Luther King was a geek. Yeah. Nkrumah was a geek. Okay, please drop it. If you're a guy and you're a geek, we love you. I don't know why you think we don't. We fu- we, we want you to be more geeky. But I'm, I'm not a geek, though. Um, I'm not a nerd. I don't, I don't watch anime. Oh, do you not? I don't, it's too much. And the manga, I don't want to read Power Ball Z, that counts. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, Dragon Ball, I still call it Power Ball, you know. Nah. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z counts. That don't count. Because it's not like dubbed. Well, then maybe it is. Pokemon counts too. Nah, I never, I like Digimon. But also, I'd like, I, d- I, d- I, d- I don't have, like, I don't work enough hard enough to be like a nerd. It's like, very hard work. Oh god, you've got to like yeah. keep up with stuff and yeah. read you message boards. You also have to be able to like insulate yourself from society, you know? right? And I'm a social so butterfly. You can really nurture your interests. Mm. Exactly, and it's just not me. So you know, I'm, games? I'm. Are you into video games? See again, no, it's just too hard. Like <laughs> what I do is sit in my room and stare at the wall. That's not a nerd. That's just like a more of it. That's the pressure. Like <laughs> 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 well, did you ask me that? I might fall in the corner. So, you know. <laughs> What, you, what have you done? <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, uh, Athena. I don't know how long I've known you. Um, probably since I started doing comedy. Mm. I think I remember. How long have you been doing? Oh, so I always have two answers to this. So I started in 2012, but I've only been good since about 2015, 2016. As it should be. Yeah. But you, you don't think in those three years you weren't... I was kind of finding my way around, not just even how to be good at comedy, but just the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. I was gigging like once a month. Like, really? Oh God, this is hard work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. So uh, just to get into like, just to, um, and I'm not a social person. I don't like doing stuff. Okay. But, yeah. So which is at odds with being a stand-up. You've got generally have to leave your house to yeah. do it. Oh, when the, when the, when the pandemic time. came out, this is 10 years too late. Yeah. You know? um, do you like people? I have, I do now. You, you do now. <laughs> I do, but I'm generally I'm generally don't like going out and about. So when I realised I'd have to leave my house three or four times an evening yeah. to get good at it, mm-hmm. that was a shock to my system. That was but tough. I, you know, I got used to it. It was like wearing. I'm a pair also of the same. Like there yeah. are two there are two beasts inside of me, and one of them wants to do comedy, and the other one just I want to cocoon <laughs> and hibernate. Yeah. And not do it. Do you feel like guilty? Sometimes I feel I I do this yeah, full time now. Bad. Right. I feel guilty about waking up at like one p.m. 
I don't know if I should or not. You absolutely should do that. I yeah. wake up at about 7 a.m. every day. Really? <laughs> I think if you didn't have a child. I've got two of them. But, you um, two babies. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> old, so you've got a two-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl. Oh wow! I'm very, and I'm very lucky. You're yeah. Yeah, because I I would have had more, but I started a bit late. I had my first one. I was almost thirty-seven when my first one was born. Wow! So, um, so I probably if I'd started younger, I probably would have had another That's because really they were a lot of fun. And they do were you a have any fun. any help? Um, yeah, the guy. Um, <laughs> 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 I didn't have no, no, I didn't no, and that's something that's increasingly happening these days. Yeah, for lots yeah, of, yeah. For lots of reasons, we're all, we're all. Um, I think it's. I think the last thing I heard it was a sunflower oil that was affecting uh, really? yeah, is, that, is that the new thing? Oh, so that's the new thing. Apparently, we're getting oils from the wrong seeds. I was talking um, about the Chinese remedy shops, and you can use like elephant tusk, and that yeah. all. See, I've been told I'm not very fertile by a doctor. Yeah, or I just thought, by people. Just by people. You. I just <laughs> get that vibe from me that I I don't have. Yeah, because I. Have have endometriosis yes it's, yeah what's that thing, yeah. it's basically when so like when you're you're the monthly cycle of your uterus it like puts a puts a big duvet down of like bedding for the, for the egg okay to implant and then that all sheds at the end of the month when there's no fertilized egg but what happens with my uterus is instead of it um building up normally mm -hmm. it grows like ivy and it grows into my uterus wall and out of my uterus and into my cervix as well wow and is that how common. it was explained yeah. to you yeah <laughs> like <ivy>. well, <laughs> <laughs> well then i i, I was like because i've always had like monster periods yeah but then i always thought i was just like create like really a wimp <laughs> everyone had them and then i went to the doctor and he was like you've got a bulky uterus mm. and i was like thank you you know what your uterus is like stranger things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the latest season when like you get like all those tree roots yeah. growing around people's houses and stuff i mean it's just but it's remarkable let's just talk about this because i feel really strongly it's about how little advancement no. there is in the kind of medical mm. support for like women's health so like, i'll just say this but basically you add a period for a year like this literally it was hideous and they were like they took up they took they took my blood and they tested everything they were like fine they scanned me they tested everything and they were like they were fine and i was like what's wrong with me they were like oh we don't know <laughs> and that, that was the extent of medical science yeah. like well wow. your blood is fine your hormones are fine yeah um you're a bit anemic obviously yeah um and um and your, your womb looks fine other than the fact that you keep bleeding and they were like they couldn't give you a cause or a cure. They couldn't, a... they, and I that that was that's how. And there's obviously, and like if you read a lot about a lot of uh, women athletes talking about yeah. periods, and mm. and now some more starting to be done to understand how you're. Especially your if menstrual... you're like stressed or your body fat percentages. Are yeah, there's you'll just stop getting. There's it. just no research on it. Like it doesn't exist. <laughs> Do you feel like this is like an NHS failing? Like oh, you... it's it's a just it's 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 patriarchy in medical science like mm -hmm. throughout it like and this yeah. is one of the results. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just the kind of it's an outcome of of, of science that uses male bodies mm. as the as for study and experimentation and research mm. and like women's bodies are obviously different because we have complex our, uh, quite complex reproductive uh, biology mm. so with your endometriosis mm -hmm, your <laughs> your stuff what's <laughs> yeah. the the cure um there isn't really a cure i take uh, a, a prescription painkiller mm -hmm. called methanamic acid mm -hmm. that is like an anti-inflammatory and then i also have to take a stomach protector with it because otherwise it will give me stomach ulcers oh my because it's like an acid i guess mm. and then there isn't you just sort of wait it out yeah but it's really bad for like two weeks of the month but then the other two weeks i'm good that's <laughs> like, what a way to live <laughs> so, so many conditions in women's health are managed and not cured yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. like oh just do this so they're like just keeping the coil do you reckon like this is like yeah. Like an NHS versus private healthcare, do you think like no, it, it would happen in private healthcare. This is just science. faster. You get faster. Yeah, results. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. nothing we can do. Against faster. It's it's a science thing. It's not yeah. an NHS yeah. thing. The science just isn't there. I, I I like to think I'm very understanding and of women's bodies. Mm. That's why I put on my daily <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I I I I live with. <laughs> My mum and my sister. I love that you invited me to co-host and now we are like going <laughs> in on like 30 seconds. Let's talk about our wounds. <laughs> but I, I used to be bullied into buying sort of like uh, 
and sanitary towels and, and tampons and bullied into it. Yeah, <laughs> they would send me out and like go buy that and, and piss their Who's pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom and my sister. So I was okay. I, I was quite awkward about buying them at first. Like I used to like just run through the section and then. But do you think if it was not for your sister and mum, but for like a girl mm-hmm. that you were going out with, you'd be like. <laughs> What be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I, I mean, I've yeah. no issue getting it. I think it's, if anything, it's a great way to meet women. Just like you, <laughs> you both reach for the same mm, one at the same mm, time. Mm. Oh, you're heavy duty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Poor drops. Like wings. Yeah. That's poor drops, Annie. I've been. Oh yeah, I'm buying this for my mum, who I still live with. And, yeah. Know, and then we go on a, we go on a date. So yeah, I think it's um. So I I understand your pain. Yeah, I empathize. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I've been working on that. My empathy. Really? That sounds... I feel like I lack it. Do you? I lack it, empathy, and I'm trying Give to... Give me an example of a situation in which you'd lack empathy. Well, I think we're talking about babies. I don't really get them. I don't really understand yeah. them. Because I was watching this... Um, uh, It was like this Twitter video, and it was like a three-year-old um, going to work in a chimney in like the 1920s, and he looked so happy and content. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> These unions that, you know, yeah. uh, are ruining destroy. the country, you know, <laughs> look how happy he was. He was content. He had a purpose. And, you know, you, you have children, you know, they're just watching Coco Melon. Like, that's, they're just, like, but the thing unemployed. It's about, about, like, kids under, I don't know, eight or nine is that they actually love cosplaying as adults. Mm. They mm. love prams. They love, like, their mini plastic ovens. And so what's the difference between that and just like a real chimney? I mean, chimney? the key thing is sort of cosplay. Yeah. 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 If it was a Fisher Price chimney yeah. <laughs> with a pretend, with pretend soot on yeah. stuff, but it was a real, a real chimney. But children, they don't just love cosplaying. They, so whenever you, you do anything, you've got toddlers. Mm-hmm. If, you do, if, you, if you're a good parent, the toddlers say, can I help? Can I help? So if I go in the kitchen to make pancakes and my daughter says, can I help? Or, you know, if I say, oh, I'm going to clean the bathroom, I should be like, can I help? And I'm like, well, there's bleach. Yeah, yeah. Know, or there's a cooker. So no, but that's, so it's just one day a, a three-year-old went up to some street and said, can I help? And mm. they were actually, you, you fit up here. You fit so perfectly. Yeah, that's so, I think they do yeah, fit. They exactly. Do fit. So, so, but so he was thrilled because he was like, I can help. But mm-hmm. the adult, in, in those situations, the adult should have probably known a bit mm. better. Yeah, yeah. Do you think like yeah. toys are too gendered? I don't think toys are gendered. I think toys represent things and adults are gendered. So like you have like a play cooker. It's just a cooker. It only becomes gendered if you only give it to a girl. Right. If you give it to whoever wants it, then it's just a toy. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes the conversation talks too much about the object. It's never the object. The object is an animate. It's always Mm -hmm. like the human that's dealing Mm -hmm. with it. Because pink is just pink. It's just blue. Yeah. It's just blue. And kids yeah. just mirror. Kids are people pleasers, and they want to impress their parents, and you know, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I guess. It, getting it, that fucking chimney. Getting <laughs> <you know, laughs> that chimney. And if you don't have a chimney, ovens. Are yeah. Great. Ovens, yeah. Ovens, oh get dirty, ovens are you know? really hard to clean. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, like, because obviously people have uh, baby showers, mm-hmm. and it's like they they, it's getting like weird, like oh, shooting the blue gun. Oh, gender reveal. Gender reveal. <laughs> oh, yeah, or like the fart ones. Yeah, and it's like it's a bit too much, and some people, is that they don't like it, and I think it should just be like one beige colour. Yeah, just like I think there's something to be said about that. I think people are generally not very interesting, and we are trying so hard to be like, I'm having a baby, and look, yeah. it's a black girl. It's like, well, you know, like we're just trying really. And also, like, cakes have become more elaborate. So it's just a way to make a cake elaborate because it can be like a different colour. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, capital- like, it's like also instant gratification. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I find a red flag is like when it's a pink balloon and it bursts and then the man just like, oh man, I'm having a girl. Yeah, I'm I upset hate that. About the birth of life yeah. that he's having. Yeah. Well, a lot of men, I think they're like, um, or I've seen TikToks where the women where the women are really disappointed that they're having a girl, oh, and really? I, that's no. so complicated. No, girls are bad. That's probably like yeah, some weird what? like. The what world am I? Bringing I really want to? a daughter. I want a daughter, and I want to. I want to do what happened with my mum, where she's seventeen and she's sobbing in her car about a boy, and I'm driving her around and like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna be like friends with your daughter, like the Gilmore Girls? Yeah, I want to have like a ladybird kind of mm. relationship. And you can dress the same. Yeah, I'm gonna. In Ladybird, her. didn't she like jump out of a? Moving yeah, she car? did yeah, jump like... out of a moving car. Mm. So maybe not like that, but sort of. I I like the idea of the car. Mm. I find it weird being friends with your parents. Yeah. Just, just, I feel like I don't know, because like then it becomes harder to put them in a nursing home. Yeah, I feel like if you're friends. And also, I think like that's the trick. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, the, I'm, I'm best mates with my kids. Yeah. It's also like hard with boundaries because you do have to like teach them how to behave, and that's not always fun. Yeah. You know? No, that's the best part. 
Oh God, because it makes you feel like a responsible person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you cover your mouth when you cough. Yeah. Have you always yeah. had like, because I've always had a feeling that I'm just a kid. Do you know what I mean? Deep down, that someone's going to like I'm find me baby out. baby boy. Someone's going to find me out that I'm like, like whenever I send off like, talk to my accountant or whatever, I'm just worried he's just going to accuse me that I'm ridiculous and I'm a ridiculous human being and yeah. I'm stupid. And I think if I had a kid, I would be like, you know what? I'm a it, I'm a grown up. Yeah. Because <laughs> context. Please. But then anyone can have a kid. Anyone yeah. can, and I think sometimes. So that's a really good example. So like accounting, for example, mm. people think that's adulting. Accounting isn't adulting. That's just living in this horrible world where you've got to do paperwork. Yeah. What adulting is is like morality mm. and you know telling them not to pick their nose when they're on the bus and don't eat off the floor. Yeah. You know, just the stuff that keeps them alive and the stuff that keeps them sensible and all the stuff we think we're bad at that we think makes us bad parents actually doesn't make us bad parents. It just make we just, we just live in a bad world that mm. makes us do things that are really counterintuitive to what happiness. Are there any things that you automatically do as a parent like because of your attachment style or whatever that you've like you really want to grow out of and not do no i'm a perfect parent there's nothing <laughs> 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 uh, maybe like um so there's this there's this attitude that some parents have which is let them do something dangerous once they hurt themselves they'll never do it again such oh. a hot parent yeah so like, there's no, and that's not actually too uh-huh. far away from in the truth like that's how yeah. learning through, learn. learning through experience is really valuable and i think that as parents we can some i'm not saying like if you see them approaching a naked flame please yeah. take their hand away yeah, from the flame yeah, yeah, yeah. but a little bit of risk is good i think for for mm. everyone including children because you know they don't listen no, they don't they care don't. and also their brains aren't finished so we try to deal with them in a logical mm. way and it's impossible because they're bra- so that experience mm. thing is something i'd probably like to, to yeah you know, do more with them. But I think, you know, I was reading an article about like, something like that. I love saying that. Well, I, <laughs> I was reading an article, article. Yeah. Uh, Buzzfeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like, especially raising like black kids, especially like in America, something like that, where, you know, everyone's got guns and shit. They have to feel like, I can't let them be too uh, risque because mm. they might do a 20 year bid or be dead. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a tough one to try and manage that. But at the same time, you got to let them have that, that personality. You yeah, you mean? have to. I think that's one of the worst things you can do when you live in a majority white country mm. as like a non-white person is to kind of be really negative and think that you've got to protect mm. your children from something because ultimately, and all, all that instill fear into them. And the reason being is like we can sit in this podcast studio today and broadcast to the world. We work as comedians and writers. Mm. Like this devastating view we have of the world is only like one aspect of the world. There are things that are going to happen to them and things that are gonna, they're going to experience that are truly based on the fact that they are black children. Mm. However. There is much space for happiness and joy, lots of joy and yeah, success. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they're, they're really, and I think it's important not to be too despondent. And I want to make them aware of obstacles, but those obstacles are massively surmountable mm. now. Because like so. when you hear someone like a black parent, you have to work twice as hard to get half. I'm like, I don't know. If, why would you say that? Uh, but also you might have to, but that makes you twice as good as everyone yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, who, would you, what would you rather that you've got stuff I think by doing half as well. Why would you want that? By yeah. saying that you then have to be like, yeah, you have to follow up with that rather than being like, so don't bother. Yeah. Right. Why, yeah. why would I want white privilege? Why would I want to fail upwards? Mm. I mean, that's just horrible. Embarrassing. I feel, yeah, but it's shitty. Like, we never have that perspective. Like, being always... fully white is kind of cringe. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you ever yeah. think about like two the idea of like two white people like getting married, and it just makes me wince. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is the other conversation, right? Like, there's there's now this narrative that it's like, okay, well, what is what is progress? And it's like, fine, like it's so horrible being white. Let me just yeah. find like a brown person. It's like, no, 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 we can't fix you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. literally yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing to do with us. Like, we tried with Harry. Look at him; he's making more of a mess of it. Oh god, you know. Yeah. So it's and also like I think whenever these debates like happen and they get subsumed by like the larger like culture at large, they just lose all of their nuance mm. and they become this thing of like, and or like yeah. someone is in this category or they're in the other category. Like, like, or Like the word woke used to mean something. Like yeah. it actually used to mean something, but now I don't, it's just like anything that the white wing people don't like is woke. And it's like, if you ask them to, what what, what is it? What is woke about this? Mm. Then you trip them up. Just. I feel like certain words, we've got to start gatekeeping words again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Once they get out into the public. Oh, absolutely. Like, but we, And we did try to get woke back. Because how many, I mean, it's just such a big part of discourse. Like, this is a black thing mm. about black consciousness, mm. right? And I think nothing is more well documented than the origins of the word woke. But we can't stop, we can't stop 
white people using it incorrectly. Mm. Mm. Like we just can't. Like people are like, oh, recycling is woke. Like, no, no it's not. It's just efficient. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally better to recycle it than yeah. to dig something out of the ground again. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. not woke. Rinsing out your yogurt pot is woke. Well, not really. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, so you just gotta keep making up new words, man. That's that's what black <laughs> What's, the, what's do. the new word for woke? I don't know. You know. I've realized that I was saying last week, cancelled is, I think, gone. Oh, yeah, cancelled's gone, yeah. I think people are using the Matrix now. Like, the Matrix. The Matrix oh, the out thing. Oh, the um, Yeah. Oh, okay. But then that's more kind of conspiracy theory. Yeah, but I think that's what it's morphed yeah. into. Oh, okay, interesting. I think people are more actively stupid on purpose now. Because I always feel like with certain things, yeah. you know this is wrong and you know this is unlikely but you're just like going with the chaos mm. yeah there's a lot of disingenuous kind of opinionating mm. at the moment mm. um and that's because people have agendas and they're realizing yeah. now that they can they the way to get what they want or the way to create a narrative is just to be like yeah. as stubborn as fuck yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i'm gonna be really <laughs> stubborn about this um, and like cancelling yeah. someone is a way of like coercing is is a way of like just using shame as a form of social control as well. Mm. You're basically being like, I'm in control of society because this person's over. Mm. You know, it's not very ethical. You don't think cancelling is is ever like necessary? I mean, what is? I think it mm. is necessary sometimes. Yeah, I think oh, it's definitely necessary sometimes. Like some people are just abhorrent, and you know, and we've. I say this all the time. I'm always saying this. Like, we can't, we've been cancelling people just as a society since we were cavemen. Yeah, you know, if you're caveman <laughs> Dave and you undercook the the rhinoceros yeah. and you kill everyone in your tribe, you're caveman, get yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. just we've always had opinions on behaviours, and when yeah. someone's behaviour isn't acceptable, we've been like, well, actually, we don't like it. Is it too? It's too easy though, like to say like, oh, you're banished. But like, they're still going to be in this world. Is it surely like yeah. it's like prison? You know, you got to rehabilitate. Mm -hmm. Maybe not us specifically. You know, it's not up to us, but like just the idea that. You are gone now. Uh, it doesn't really... I don't think it's sustainable. But uh, th that doesn't really happen. It only happens to people who aren't in the public eye. So there's people, for example, who have ordinary jobs. They do mad things. They get sacked and they can't get a job again. And we never mm. hear about those people. No. But the famous people who say, I've been cancelled. And mm. obviously, if they're saying it, and they're normally on, like, Jeremy Vine yeah. or some show. And it's like, well, if you're cancelled, how come I've, I've literally... Still got a voice. I've literally never heard... I, I didn't know anything about J.K. Rowling ever. I just yeah. I never read her books. I never watched the movies. I, it was I was yeah. I preferred Philip Pullman, and he got cancelled actually. Funny enough, but um, Damn. yeah, I didn't know that. yeah, yeah. Why he, did Philip Pullman because there was a big writer controversy, and um, a white writer got like um, got criticised for doing something which I've even forgotten now. Mm. And he called her detractors terrorists, and some of those writers who were criticised, another writer were Muslim, and that got him cancelled. Right. And obviously he shouldn't have said that. It was, mm. it was, and, and I don't know how that was resolved. But anyway, with, with J.K. Rowling, it's like, everyone says yeah. she's cancelled. I've never seen or heard so much of her. Like, I just, mm. I, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, there are also 50 so shades of cancellation, yeah. you know? Someone can get cancelled for, like, doing something that could have been, like, quite accidental or, like, actually quite innocuous and, like, just an off-the-cuff thing that then... Like Larry David every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, J.K. Rowling is just, like, a full-on... <laughs> turf hater you know yeah she's uh i actually i've not done enough research on all of that stuff but she just seemed to like be obsessed with it like the it crowd i feel like that's is. what they want you know yeah it's hysteria and i think yeah. people do buy in i think i think she genuinely believes what she says i don't think mm. she has an agenda i think she believes in it and she's a billionaire so it's you know she's gone mr burns full yeah. on with it and it's just well i think this is what i think is right and she's got all the yes people around there and she's got the money to have her campaigns and her supporters, so there's no talking to her really. No. Um, It'd be interesting to see her like have a like an actual discourse with, with somebody like because whenever I see the debate on Twitter, I I, I can't. Oh, I've really, muted it all now. I can't yeah, make sense of it all. Yeah. I think that's good. Like just like <laughs> muting Twitter because I mute so much. I like your Twitter though because oh, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff on there. Oh, thank you. I've been seeing some plays. You retweeted something about. Going yeah, to. there's a nice there's some nice threads about uh black plays. In yeah, London. yeah. This is other thing too, like like. These it's twenty twenty three. If I want to go out and see a black play in London, I can watch one. I walk out the house. There's black people all over billboards. There's yeah. TV. There's black people on TV. I watch sports. <laughs> we're running yeah, all the sports. We're, we're, we're sports. So this is kind of what I mean about like as black people, what are we telling our children? Mm. Are we? Because it's really easy to. I'm not saying I'm not naive. By the way, I mm -hmm. know what time it is. 
But I think we do have to adjust the way we, we talk about our situation in this country. We have we have other problems. For example, we don't have a black middle class. We have all, we've finally got seats at the table mm -hmm. and we're not educationally doing any better or we're not financially doing any better in terms of like having a property owning class. Mm. Uh, we are still having to deal with all the stuff with the police. So the things we thought would get us somewhere mm -hmm. haven't got us where we want to be. That's the conversation. Mm -hmm. But if my child wants to be a doctor, I think I can safely yeah. say she's probably going to be able to pursue that. Yeah, yeah. I, I always yeah. say I'd rather be black and London and, you know, maybe white and poor in Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, but this is, oh, this is a really good point. Yeah, 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 yeah like, yeah. and this is the other thing too, like if the white British aristocracy, political class, ruling mm. class don't care about working class white people, yeah, why exactly. do we think they care about us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that whole narrative, of, oh, we, if we get enough MBEs, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no. Like, but it is also us. the thing of like, like my my boyfriend's in medical school and he's white and he's like basically the only white boy in medical school. Oh really? Because everyone else has like really hardworking immigrant parents that like tuned it into them. Like you can't just fuck about for your yeah. whole life. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You know. And I think that actually like instilling in people that they have to like work hard for something, even if the reasons behind you doing that are like from like the scar tissue of your culture and pain. Mm. There are huge benefits to like mm. you know. But I don't know, because sometimes your parents can sometimes lead you down a path of, I don't know how to put seeking white validation or, yeah. you know, you look like a Rishi Sunak <laughs> or something like that. You know, his parents were like pharmacists and whatnot, and they told him to work hard. And, you know, he's ended up a, like a Tory who like thinks that is the difference. Yeah, I, I yeah. think there's a the difference between assimilation and voc vocational security. Mm. So uh, the example I give is like, I mean, I'm second generation. So my parents came over here. They didn't come over here for me to be happy. They came mm. over here for me to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? They didn't, yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah, come yeah, over yeah. here for that. And I think, but then there's obviously, there's the mentality of, for example, like a lot of people who came from like sort of Indian communities in Africa and a lot of African parents were middle class mm -hmm. um, and they came over here to assimilate. And that I think those are two distinct kind of mentalities. Um, and I, you know, I'm in favor of one and not yeah. in favor of the other, obviously, yeah. um, because it doesn't matter. I mean, Mrs. Shun right now is, is since he's been prime minister, he's he's been a really good example of you know not all skin folk are skin folk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. He's trying to ban strikes, man. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. remarkable. Banning and Priti Patel as well. It's like just because, and also that that like proves to us that like just I think there's such a an instinct, especially on Twitter, to like categorize someone as like having morality for being a member of a min minority, mm. and just because they are, they don't. They can still be evil, you yeah. know. That yeah. is liberal racism. Yeah, you know, like oh, it's celebrate, which is like, yeah, yeah, it's my swear to sorry, and it's like, yeah, but he doesn't want to pay public sector workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Public sector serve workers mean that he cares serve about the you. public. They're literally yeah. the they're the blood that runs through the veins of this country. Mm -hmm. like if, th if that stops running, nothing works. Mm. Yeah. You know, we're in, just to go, this is really important. We're on the verge of a national strike, and they're wasting parliamentary time talking about banning strikes when they should be literally getting around the table and saying how do you make this country work yeah. again yeah it's, exactly you know, it's They're crazy being like how can we make it so that strikes aren't really allowed or you're yeah. only allowed to strike a certain this, amount this is parliamentary time yeah, okay it's, it's because I, I see the newspapers they're still on the like the demonizing the you know, the unions right but i'm like at this point everybody knows somebody who's striking yeah in the family so like what are you like the media and what they're still going for the angle like oh look at these guys demon i'd be like no, there's enough people striking now where it's like where everyone can see that this is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But they still and it goes seem on for long enough out. that you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I don't think it's a train. I don't think it's a them problem. Yeah. I think it's like a government problem. Because it's not just trains. It's it's postal. It's nurses. It's, it's doctors, doctors. It's teachers. teachers you know lecturers. I mean? So clearly, it's a situation. That, but I don't. I don't know how this ends. Oh, yeah. You think comedians will ever go on strike? Uh, <laughs> no one will care. Yeah. What do you pick it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you pick it? Don't come to the shipping container. Yeah. Don't Come in here, please. I know you really want to. I said I wake up at 2 p.m. I don't know. I'll miss the strike even if anything. But um, I don't know, man. Especially banning strikes when, like, we just keep finding out how shit the police are. It just feels, um, yeah, feels, yeah it's wrong but, move. Well, from from a just a practical point of view, it's just not pragmatic. Like, what mm. is your job? Your job is to run the country mm. or the people. Mm. You, you yourself are a public sector worker, right? Yeah, you're right? supposed to protect people. Yeah, your your, but and this doesn't protect us in any way, shape or form, because guess what? If you ban strikes, I'll just keep striking. And, yeah. you know, even their thing, like, oh, well, if you strike, we're getting contracted workers. Really, you're just getting a contractor to fix the train signals. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> some 18-year-old in a high-vis mm. with a spanner. What's he going to do? Mm. So they're not being practical or pragmatic. And it's I'm struggling to think of reasons why, actually. I think they just they just keep, they stare at a picture of Thatcher. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, they want the NHS to fail. Yeah. 
on some level. I was watching that movie the other day, Meryl Streep. She played her well. Yeah, yeah she's she too did. sexy though to be Meryl, yeah. to be uh, Margaret. So Meryl Streep is Anderson. Gillian, Gillian Anderson was just factor as well. In yeah, the, yeah, the crown. In the, was she in the crown? Okay, I, think it, I thought I saw stills of her. I think was it Gillian Anderson? It was the sexy one that was in the fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was, was sexy yeah, factor. Yeah, she was sexy, and I was like, that's just. There was a Tory that cast that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people Why said. Why you have to cast her so sexy, you know? I think some and people also said the they crown. found her aura sexy. Yeah, her aura is sexy. I get that a lot. Yeah. Dominic, <laughs> Dominic West was cast as Prince Charles. Which was outrageous to me. I don't know if I watched that film. Dominic Cut that out. Because Dominic or Prince Charles? West, Dominic West, okay. Prince Charles. Yeah, yeah, he... Prince Charles never, I don't think he came into the world that well. You know <laughs> what I mean? There wasn't much to... He wasn't born yeah. on a high level. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Dominic West, like, like that status that he had like from the Wired days, I don't think yeah. he's that. He doesn't, I mean, it's just a personal choice, guys, but for me, he doesn't do it for me like he did in the Wired He doesn't days. listen. You can say this on Yeah, the, yeah. He might do. He I mean, might. It doesn't matter. I just think, I yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't think he's like a god, but I do think he's too sexy to be Prince Charles. But then what, I mean... But then who do you get? Who, you, know? you know, like that's yeah. most... Yeah. Who isn't, you know, yeah. like... And maybe you're, if you cast someone really ugly, maybe you get like done for treason or something. This is true. <laughs> do you think Prince Charles kind yeah. of vetoed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the auditions. I think they are, they are like pretty well connected in there. So they will like, they have insiders that'll give like... Yeah. Tips and what tips. Mm. Well, well like, they're a really trashy family now. I mean... I've, they've been always been trashy. Oh, don't get me started my whole <laughs> life the royal family has been trashy okay fergie got her toes sucked off by her accountant fucking topless listen you, you, know gotta what pay, mean? you gotta pay some um, yeah, yeah. the other one edward yeah. um the other all of it all of her kids failed marriages yeah. affairs even the whole thing about prince charles like you know the whole thing about charles and diana was like he was supposed to marry camilla but they wouldn't let him marry her because she wasn't a virgin it's a trashy family. Really? That's why I said that there's like a big age difference between Diana and Charles, right? So that was the whole thing. Like, here's a fine young lady. Like a fine one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, that, cough. so that, that's the start of that whole thing, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just the whole thing is trash. It's a house, it literally is a house of cards. So when Harry comes along and says, oh my God, this is terrible. So have you been like, yeah. have you been, like, what, what are you talking about? Your whole family is trash. It's interesting because the Kardashians <laughs> are actually classing up. They're going up. Mm -hmm. I feel like they could. They're settling down now. Yeah. Because once you've once you had Kanye was like, well, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Like they Kanye fixed that family with his absolute trashiness. Mm. They looked at him and they was like, oh, let's let's sort let's settle down. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. stick with one guy and just be nice families now. Yeah, and at the expense of his soul, I guess. Mm. But uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you know, Kanye's Kanye. He's a good. He's a good. Like, he's. I'm happy he's cancelled. I don't know. I reckon he'll come back. I hope he doesn't. He, I think in order for him to come back, he'd have to demonstrate some real learning because he's just—he yeah. was just so racist. But I think people <laughs> so forget. Racist. I think yeah. people have amnesia about Kanye because his album is so. There's amnesia in the album. Yeah. <laughs> he'll come back like he'll be like, "I'm gonna design like a Jewish museum." But yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll <laughs> do it like really imagine? minimalist. Just, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, he's like got the thing like over his neck. He's got loads of facial surgery to make himself look like Amram. He's gonna find a Jewish wife <laughs> and, and just convert. That yeah. is a way back in come back and he's like a full-on like hasidic jew with the plaits I've, I've got some topics to talk about because i i do research oh. for this pod i'm sort of like elliot sort of the the chaos factor which you are bringing today she have you seen her, her injury i did notice that what did you do um my this my boyfriend hit me in the head with a cricket bat oh no it was men are not supposed to do that yeah. yeah he wasn't supposed to do that we were, were walking a dog and he was trying to lob it really far and he just uh went in for the swing knocked me out why why were you walking a dog with a cricket bat because we were trying to like lob the it was like a crazy dog and we just wanted to tire it out so we thought if we whack the ball really far oh. then it will run a lot but then he just whacked me in but you have a tennis racket i feel no. like a tennis racket would smash it also you and your boyfriend what's going on with your arm strength where you're not comfortable with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a couple I activity work on the biceps. Because like, if, if you knock a ball out for six, that's a really long run yeah. for the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're really trying to point. knock out the you park. You're really trying to tire out this crazy dog. Yeah. But you didn't want to move. Yeah, I didn't want to so, move. Right, so I you... didn't move because I, did I did lose consciousness. Yeah, that's um, terrible. Did he wait, say sorry? On, where's my phone? I can show he you. He hasn't even bought her any hitting her in the head jewelry. No, he hasn't. Not even a car. Grand. Yeah, he got. Have you been in an accident? That wasn't your fault. Yeah, for sure. Wait, let yeah, me. Yeah, my boyfriend smacked me with a cricket. What bat. it actually looked like. So when I first got hit, it looked like this. 
Oh my goodness. Oh. Show it to the camera. Wow. That's uh that's really bad. When did this happen? Uh, on the weekend. Oh, so it's gone down quickly. Yeah, and that's then good. the ne that's me sobbing in Ernie. And then And you passed out? I passed out and I couldn't see for ten seconds. Oh they didn't do a scan God. though, but they did like a exam. And um I had a bit of like bruising behind the ear, which is like a sign that like when you were knocked out, you punched you like in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> but yeah, pretty serious. That's really serious. Is and this your first concussion? Uh, yeah. Actually, no, because no, because you did it again. You did it yeah. before the weekend before. <laughs> no dog this time. So when I was um about eight or nine, me and my mum were like doing last minute Christmas shopping in the Tesco's in um South Kent. You know mm -hmm. that big one. And there was no, actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know South Kent had a Tesco's. I'm it's thrilled. It's not like a, a, a multi-story Tesco. And they, there was a a big fight that broke out between two men in the aisle that clearly had a checkered past. Mm -hmm. And um, one of them had like a a lame wife that he in a wheelchair that he was ramming into the other guy. And then the other guy picked up a big netted bag of Brussels sprouts, threw it up into the air, and punched it. And all the Brussels sprouts went flying everywhere. And I got a Brussels sprout hit in each eye. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. actually fine. That's a very West Ken yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting story. And, uh, yeah. That's yeah, a weird that display a of masculinity. Yeah. If it was Warden's story. though, it would have been like a potato. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> potato to the face. That's fucking crazy. Um, have you ever been uh, attacked? Uh, not, I don't think I've been hit in my head. I've, I've fallen over and stuff like that. I've walked into like open cupboards, but like touch wood, I've not had a, a deliberate or not deliberate yeah. uh, I got, I got, face. I got hit with a hockey stick from you now and I got... Oh, hockey's a violent yeah. sport. Oh, oh God, hockey. hockey's the worst Awful. sport. Oh. Yeah, so I got hit in the eye. By, by the stick like, or the ball? By the, by the stick. Oh, oh no. And my eye blew up and all the kids were like, you should fight him. I was like, but he's so much bigger. He can, <laughs> it would be my other eye. Did he apologize to you? He did. It was an accident and I was on the floor Yeah. because I was like, my position was to be the funny hockey player. So I yeah. was like, I just chill on the floor. Mm. And then I got hit in the... It was my fault, actually, entirely. So Because like, you were like, is it called the, the ball? Is it the puck? Or the, what do they call it? The hockey? puck. But it wasn't ice hockey. It, it was, was like, just normal hockey. It's just the ball, right? It's just ground hockey. So you, that he thought you were the ball? I don't understand. Yeah, I was just like low. Also, like, isn't the stick meant to be on the floor? So the fact that it was so high up... Yeah, actually, no, no. I changed back. It's his fault. It's yeah, his it was his was fault. He was aiming for you. He was yeah. like... We were playing imaginary hockey, so there was no ball. My school was really poor. We you were in a classroom, and you all had hockey sticks. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 and then it was just an injury. So I've got a philosophical, uh, a couple topics right. we can we can talk about. Not that all of this hasn't been philosophy. We've talked about how to raise children, mm -hmm. how to get concussion. Yeah. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Ovaries. Eyebrows. I wanted to ask, why is it awkward in society to talk about money? Is it awkward? I think it's awkward. I talk about yeah. money all the time. Are you no no no? Okay, on account of three, let's all say how much we made this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see? I can't. I okay. can't. It's awkward to talk about how much you earn. It's not awkward to talk about money. No, it is because no, it's, it's the same not. thing. I'm awkward talking about money. Why? Because, um, if you don't make very much, you don't want people to feel bad for you. But also, if you make too much, you don't want people to be like, oh, okay. But if someone, it depends. I think big money, I don't want to talk about. But like small, if someone comes up to me and is like, I like your jumper, I'll be like, yeah, it was four pounds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing that I talk about. Really? So this was an expensive cardigan. Yeah. How much? Right. I can't, See, I can't. How much? You can't tell. I Over triple Can digits? we guess? Can we guess? Yes, guess how much. Because also, like, I think expensive for a cardigan is 60 pounds. Was More it than 60 pounds. 100 and... 19 pounds more than that 160 slightly more than that <gasps> 200 200 pound cardigan wow but are you shivering right now i'm warm see yeah. i'm shivering right now i'm not in a 200 pound cardigan well, if i was to give this to you you'd be so i i didn't buy it because it was and you haven't that noticed much. that you haven't offered it to uh, either <laughs> of us you sat there in your 200 pound cardigan but now do you i feel like judged like is it, why no i wouldn't judge a, you for on, i, I on don't judge I wouldn't. I don't judge people for how much they spend on clothes, and also I think that garments, like designer clothes, you, you're not going to throw it in the bin, are you? No. You're going to keep that cardigan. No. Fast wash, fashion, it, wash it at thirty. Yeah. You can end up spending Shit, a lot of, of money if you buy stuff that falls apart. Yeah. You know? 
So right, but like so, but I feel like society it it, it judges you more. Yeah, society's talk. fucking stupid. Don't worry about society; they're idiots. <laughs> on the count of three, let's say how much we make. <laughs> okay, do you know wait, what? Wait. I'm not going to do it on air. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is the God's honest truth. When I talk to people, I do talk about how much off air, like in comedies, particularly like you know, just people who are newer out. I do yeah, yeah, yeah. say this is how much you get to get paid for this job. This is how much this job pays, or whatever. Yeah, I might. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, prob- I might not. If, so, if someone came up to me and said, well, how much did you earn last year? I might be like, fuck off. Yeah, but yeah. if they're like, how much did how much did this job pay you? Mm-hmm. How much yeah, did this job I'll, pay you? I'll I will say, much, because I don't want people to get ripped off. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, so say we're working in an office. I know there's a lot of secrecy. How much is Elliot getting paid for this skiing trip? Oh. <laughs> That's what I want to know. I think he's in debt. I think he might be in debt from that. Um, really? Yeah, probably. Because uh, it's actually you... therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> therapy. But I don't know. So uh, let's Did say... you make therapy tax deductible? Probably. When you're an entertainer, that's the one good thing. There's a lot you can apply. You can do makeup. Do you know you can makeup? Yeah, I do yeah, makeup. Yeah. I do know. Makeup, uh, like, uh, yeah, like maintenance. I think uh, therapy makes your jokes worse. <laughs> there's no trauma. So it's actually yeah. it's expense. You get more. But I don't know. I, I feel, you think society would be better if everyone wore a name badge saying how much they made that year you don't need because then you would know, know who to rob you, but you you kind of know what people earn because of what they do for a living like when i had a proper job everyone knew what everyone was on because i worked in the for a lot in the public sector and mm-hmm. it's all done on pay bands mm-hmm. so you just knew if someone was a pay band a b c d e it meant something mm-hmm. and when i was a contractor you would know day rates because you'd have to negotiate your day rates mm-hmm. so you'd kind of have a way of knowing what what your day rate was worth and if you got wind someone's getting more you'd be like i want what that guy's getting mm-hmm. so it, it happens you know comedy's really mad as well because you kind of can't be awkward because i've had gigs where like i've gotten paid like 200 quid for 20 <clears> minutes and the headline is also doing 20 minutes that's a whole cardigan but gets paid like yeah. 800 pounds for the mm, same amount really? of time just for being slightly later on okay so you do a gig find out you've been paid less yeah you go and be like i, I don't i don't but I, I probably wouldn't do it again yeah. so if it was like a live show, or i do it yeah. i take like the headliner spot but obviously i'm not gonna get off of that mm. stuff. i just don't do it again <laughs> okay so let's say you get offered a gig in advance yeah and you're like do you ever haggle for more no um it depends what i do is if someone offers me a gig and the fee isn't large enough i just say i can't do this the fee's not mm. large enough Oh really? Yeah, yeah. especially and I've got I've got childcare. So I can say you look. It, it literally cost me sixty to eighty quid a night to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so if it someone has to be worth it. I just but anyone you shouldn't need kids to say that. You should yeah. just be like, oh, um, thanks for I just say thanks for offering, but um, you know that fee's yeah. not appropriate or mm-hmm. whatever. A couple of years ago, I had a really big conversation like with myself where I was like, I'm no longer gonna do gigs outside of London for free. Mm. Yeah, it's really important. Like you pay you pay your dues in comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly I was like, you know what? I'm done doing that. Mm. If they pay my travel and then fifty quid, then I'll do it. But like, there has to be there like... has to be something. Otherwise, you know what? It, I can just do like a shitty club in London for yeah fifty, and it's fine. So do do we think people should be less secretive and just be more honest? About I think it's quite British, isn't it, to be quite like. Yeah. I would say it's universal. I don't think you need to be proactive about it. I don't think you need to proactively advertise what you earn. But I think there are situations where that conversation is beneficial to, you know, at least one party or both. And Mm. I think, and I've I've genuinely always been happy to talk about what I earn because I know that that there's so much piss taken out of there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. Particularly with writing too. Like there's a lot of piss taken. So I definitely do share what I get. I think if I was married, I would (laughs) tell my partner... What's in my main account? <laughs> With your savings account. <laughs> <laughs> anything on a on an island? That's you, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. To ask. Also, it was like hard because I, I had a I had like a day job and was doing comedy for a while and like it's <clears> hard <throat> because I didn't take the money I earned from comedy seriously because it was so unreliable. Mm-hmm. So, like every three months, I'd get a few hundred quid or like I'd randomly get a grand for something, and that to me wasn't real money because it wasn't my day bonus job money. money. So yeah. I was like, this is just free money. <laughs> yeah. But now that I do comedy basically full time and like a tiny bit of tutoring, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. That is tough. Any money that's cash in hand, I don't consider it. I mean, this. Right. I mean, do you know who HMRC listens <laughs> to all our podcasts? I should have said that. Right? <laughs> they listen to all of our podcasts. Wait, is that illegal? Like, I, if I yes, it's absolutely illegal. Oh my god, stop talking. I'm gonna. I feel like your brothers now. Don't talk about your cash in hand job. <laughs> if you have plumbers, there are plumbers. This is this podcast, and these people are stupid. What are you doing? In cash in hand, just for the record, cash in hand doesn't exist in the comedy world. No, it's, 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 it doesn't it's, exist. It's, Let me say this to the camera. Yeah. We get paid, we invoice for all of our work and yeah, it all yeah. goes straight into our accounts. There is no cash in hand in the comedy world anymore. Yeah, in yeah. 2023, it's done. Like racism, it's all over. I it's have, done. 
I have money. Damn, you're not ruining it for all of us, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell. I have money underneath an armchair. <laughs> but again, that's armchair Like Ramaphosa like Ram- <laughs> like Ram- <laughs> in South Africa. <laughs> this African president, right? He's just, just going to tell it. They found like just all this money in a sofa. <laughs> and it's like, it's scandal. It's, it's, it's making the ANC fall apart. It's like, why is this guy? Because he's a millionaire anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why is this? He's actually a, he's a really wealthy guy. Yeah. Why has he got a sofa full of That was his fashion hands. <laughs> that's what bothers me about Africa. Fashion I feel like couch. the corruption is too much. Whereas like, it's the British, we have corruption too. But I feel like they know enough to keep the basic services we're, running. We're a really corrupt society, I think. I think. I mean, we've seen that in the last couple of years. I don't think the corruption in Africa is any different. It's just a corrupt because the the civil service in in African countries is so young. Mm. It has more impact on the people, which is why it's so devastating. Mm. Do you know what I mean, in terms of like tax revenues, like Britain gets so much in tax revenues. If oh. you know, if if the government yeah. squander billions the trains still roughly work. I mean, they don't, but, you know, the country things, but if you if you squander billions in a country that has much lower tax revenues for lots of reasons, mm. it's more problematic. So I think the scale of it isn't the issue. I think it's the impact. Okay, so that's it. Because I, I also heard a lot about, like, France... Mm. They still charge in certain countries money. I don't know yeah, if that's yeah, yeah. true or not. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So uh, the ex ex colonies of France are still still French countries. Mm. So they use the euro. They have a welfare state. They 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 abide by French laws. And for that reason, they still pay taxes to to France. Um, so I was yeah. saying on the Patreon why I hate the French. <laughs> oh, that the Br- Britain. We think we were good at colonizing. The French were better. Yeah, like yeah. we forget about this. The really? French were better. The Belgians, were, but their exploitation was way worse than ours because we were all we were all aristocratic efficient. about it. They right. did not give a shit, and you know they still don't. Yeah, well that's why like British history books and they're rude. Bread. They think their bread is amazing. Yeah. Their bread like is amazing, but it's only amazing for a day. Yeah, exactly. I can keep Hovis in the fridge for two weeks. Exactly. A baguette. 30 minutes out of the shop. Cardboard when you first buy it. And it tastes like that <laughs> Why two am weeks I later. using that much bread? How am I supposed to use that? You know what I mean? How are you supposed so to that... get through a loaf if you're just one just one guy? Three, exactly. Who needs three feet of bread? Yeah. <laughs> Colonialism and bread. Those two things. And they probably stole that bread off. Yeah. Flour from the from somebody anyway. Mm. So do you know what I mean? It's all corrupt. Okay, so counter three, we're saying uh, no, no, <laughs> never mind. But I like my favourite actor, I like Googling networks. Yeah, me too. Judge Judy I love is fucking Googling. loaded, man. Oh, I bet yeah. she is. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows Judge Judy. Yeah, fuck. I'm really curious to know what you made in the tax year just that you just submitted. Why? I'm just. It's interesting. I'm going to tell you that off air. Yeah, I I can tell you, you off say... air. Don't, don't tell me now. I don't want you to tell you now. You want to know just from comedy or from others as well? <laughs> I, I I I don't know how much money I made last year. But you've got. Do you submit tax return? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Because it's like the deadline is coming. So if you don't know, you've got two weeks to find out. I, I submitted a tax return. Uh, this Seven years ago, I submitted a tax return. <laughs> Put my EMA on it. <laughs> this cardigan was £4.50. I lied. I'm actually bankrupt, people. Um, please, legally. Um, got debt collectors chasing you. Yeah, That's 100%. why you have to hide in the shipping container. You know? I hope they don't find that armchair, man. <laughs> but no, I, I, I pay my tax ever since I read about what happened to Wesley Snipes. Yeah, you gotta pay your taxes, man. He like made Blade Two, yeah, it's a bad film. So, pay your taxes. Otherwise, yeah. you have to do Blade Two uh, or Grown Ups Two. Using using Grown Ups Two? No, who did that? Chris Rock. Because he didn't pay his taxes. No, because he he spent all his money on divorce. Mm. Fuck, man. That's why if you've been married to someone for like decades, you want to think about your affairs. Like, yeah. is it is it worth me having sex with this woman who is not my wife? Because yeah. She was, cause that's the, and that's they the thing, yeah. Especially because that's the whole thing about marriage. Like when you when you knew someone when they were when you was when you they when you was on your come up, mm. they are part of that, yeah. and you've gotten used to a lifestyle that they want to remain accustomed to. Yeah, if they got so, in on the ground floor, you've got to be really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're gonna cheat, cheat early. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I don't want to sound like a stereotype, but I don't really get child support. I, I don't. Fucking hell, Michael. Just in terms of like, like celebrity wise, it's like, oh, I need 20K a month for the kid. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to explain this. This is about maintaining the lifestyle that you have gotten your wife and your child accustomed to. So if you have Mm. chosen to exit a relationship, but your child's in private school, for example, and most celebrity children in private school, Mm -hmm. that has to be, if your child is used to wearing $200 cardigans. So it really is about the maintenance of a lifestyle that you have built with your ex-partner. That's what it is. People get it twisted. I think kids that like have loads of money up until they're 10 and then their parents lose all the money. That gives you issues, probably. And build a character. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's really like, if you've decided that that's the life you want for your children, you have decided not to be with your partner. 
but you haven't changed that decision about how to raise your children. So that's why it's very important to think about who you build your life with because you have to, the life you build with them, they you will be expected to fund the maintenance of that life should the relationship end. So what I hear is it's important to think about how much you spend on your kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I spend fuck all. Like, <laughs> you know, You've got to get the to it, you know? I'll raise them in a commune. We've got a couple yeah. left. But, um, oh, this has been a really uh, great episode. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> guys... That sounded like standard. <laughs> <laughs> right. So here's, here's, here's the, the stuff you said. This was a great episode, Bella. Just, all right. Sorry, I'm just thinking about my taxes. Actually. That's why my mind's elsewhere. Um, but um, what have you got anything to promote? Anything you want to you wanna shout out? Oh. Like we normally do. Um, yeah, thinking of parenting classes, how to make them have accidents yeah. so, so they can learn from them. Okay. Yeah. Hills. No, um, I've got a, actually, I do have a podcast. I've got a podcast as Why Does My Child Hate Me? Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a true, true story. It's a true podcast. And we've got to put an episode out soon. So yeah. uh, if keep an eye on my stuff, it will come out eventually. Me and you have children yeah, together we... or separately. We are, we're on this pod. Exactly. Yeah. We will. And that would be great. <laughs> I think my child well, would like me. The funny thing is, the both of you, like you can always tell when someone would have like good parenting vibes. The both of you got good parenting vibes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Chilled, laid back and also humility. It's I'm fun, neurotic yeah. though. Th- yeah, that's fine. Look, look, being a parent makes you neurotic. You worry all yeah. the time. My so. mum was too so neurotic about me riding a bike that she didn't let me get my cycling proficiency. No way. And now I can't really ride a bike. I teach people how to ride bikes. I used to. That was one of my old jobs. Yeah, yeah. I talk about this all the time. Hell yeah. Look and you're good. How tall are you? Five four. Oh, that's amazing because tall adults are a nightmare to teach oh, you how to really? cycle because you've got to hold like... the bike and the ch- your center of gravity uh... is so high. Oh, but you'd be good, yeah. So whenever a tall person needs some help, I'd be like, mm, mm. just live without it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a little get the bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my parents never taught me how to love, so that's why. <laughs> 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 it's too dangerous. Bella, what do you have to promote? Do you have stuff you? Need um, to what do I have to promote? I have a podcast with Jacob Hawley called Last Night Out. Okay, um, I've been on it. You've been on it, series two. I guess coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm doing a beer mat flipping contest with Stuart Laws and uh, Sakisa <laughs> at okay. Credit One Soho in uh, March. Are you and still have, in cost? Uh, you yeah, still I'm still in cost. Also, I have, I'm doing my Soho theatre show on the third. I feel part. like you should have led with that. Yeah, <laughs> I always forget about that one because I'm sort of blocking it out because I'm so stressed about it. But anyway. Congratulations, Soho Theatre. That's big. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, congratulations. Well, it's like my Edinburgh show, so I've sort of forgotten it, but I'm just going to have to like... It's also at that point where I... You know at the end of Fringe when you... Have Stop underselling it. You're just like... <laughs> I just need to relearn the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ever since you got hit with that cricket bat, it must be hard yeah. to kind of remember stuff, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what exactly. do I mean? Um, I, I found a car that I like, so I'm no longer looking for a car, but car insurance, if anybody knows like good uh, policies or anything like that... Oh, you know what you should do? Uh, Get a partner. Right, because you went two people's mm-hmm. names on the car insurance. Poof. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, if car insurance halved, mate. Wants wow. to be in yeah, love yeah, with yeah. me, so I can. No, get... no, no, don't do it for love. Do it for the car insurance. Okay, uh, but... anybody wants to go halves car on car insurance? insurance? Yeah, yeah. Also, and no, cohabit. You got to live together. Yeah, oh. you got to live together, and then both own a car, or better still, have the same car with two names Where's on it. Where's my mum gonna stay? Oh, she can be in my room. I didn't even think about that. The yeah. girl, can, no, yeah. the girl, not my mum. Yeah. Okay. Whatever your arrangements, that's fine. You know, it's, it's fine. Don't sit on that armchair though. Uh, also, if anyone knows about good rims for Ford Focus, um, I would love to <laughs> get them shit spinning. But uh, this has been B Tech Philosophers. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again next week. And also, the National Comedy Awards uh, voting has closed, so I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> oh, really? I was yeah. going to vote. <laughs> <laughs> So if you didn't vote, why, guys? Come on, man. But um, yeah, it's been BB Tech Philosophers. See you next time. Appreciate you.